Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 268 for January 27th, 2021. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Nick here. Hello. Hi, oh, yes. We have a guest. Sorry. I don't know how this goes. <laughs> That's all right. Welcome. your cue. <laughs> Wait your damn turn. Oh, my God. Damn guest, guys. Uh, this, don't do guests on this show. This is Nick's uh, episode tonight. Nick is our producer of this oh, okay. episode, so any anything that goes wrong is Nick's fault tonight. That sounds right. Yeah, that, that sounds accurate. Nick booked the guest. So yeah, so we were having a heated debate earlier this morning, and we decided that we should actually bring somebody in who knows what they're talking about before we get too into this, when which have, I know is a first. Yeah, when us. have we ever done this? <laughs> this is a new chapter of Two Cents Radio. We're uh, changing the way we're doing yep. things today. So yeah. um, my pal Marco here is going to be uh, guiding us through. Not really. He, I, I told him all he really has to do is chime in and tell us when we're wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> Easiest you know, job in the world. Marco, you are going to be busy tonight. <laughs> okay. So, so like, just for, like, some background here, um, I haven't worked in finance, like, in, I mean, in eight or nine years, <laughs> I was an intern on Wall Street. I want you to understand. <laughs> We're the foremost expert that we know. Yeah. <laughs> the lowest possible bar. Okay. I was I, I was an intern for a summer at, at, on Wall Street. Um, and, like, since then, like, I hated it so much, I, like, left the country to, like, make video games. Like, <laughs> I, am, I am not... I am not like the you know the the best person I think to to guide us through like this historic uh, whatever's going on. No, now listen, listen. the The motto on this show is you have a microphone in front of your face, so you're a hundred percent correct. <laughs> that's okay. all. That's all it is. That's all this show is. <laughs> right. I'm, I, I can afford a microphone, therefore I'm qualified to a hundred percent spread misinformation. Oh yeah. I, I will say though it was a tad misleading when Nick was like, "Oh yeah, Marco used to work in Wall Street." <laughs> I, I know Marco as well, and like I remember maybe hearing a few times that you had a couple experiences on Wall Street that maybe you had walked on Wall Street a few times, uh, but yeah, not not that you were a uh, high class finance financier is that what yeah i mean i i did major in finance and like i've i've done like retail investing like for like ever since i was 18 um okay. so like i i do like understand the mechanics um but no Hold i'm not, a not second I, here. like the, the minute second. details <laughs> the, the, what's that one second you're trying to say i don't know anything and then as soon as we say oh yeah see he doesn't know anything he goes wait a minute i do know some things <laughs> no like like I, I i i know the the basics but i can't like speak to like the the massive forces and like the amount of money that's being lost and like what those hedge funds could have done to like cover their ass like that sort of stuff is beyond me because I'm not in the field anymore. So let's let's that's preface fair. this just a little bit. The reason Marco is here is because of the insanity that's been happening with the GameStop stock. Boy, say that fast five times uh, on the the stock market. Um, it went from what five dollars a share to three hundred and twenty five dollars a share in 
less than a week? I'm I'm not sure it was that great, but it, uh, I think at one point it was it might have been four dollars in December. Okay, um, all right. So fun- yeah. functionally zero. I mean, GameStop was right. on its it was on its way out, and everyone was expecting it to go bankrupt like within like probably like the next couple of years. It's yeah. clearly a relic of the past, and yep. like with every single earnings report that GameStop had, like their their price would go down. Like that's how bad it was. Sure, and, and, and the stock is essentially up like two thousand percent. Yeah, I mean, we're talking like, like like with imaginary numbers at this point. Yeah, like it, it doesn't even matter like what the number is. It's up like it's skyrocketed. Yeah, yeah, it it has become one of those degenerate bets in Vegas that you place on just like <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it is uh, is Tyreek Hill gonna receive over two thousand yards in the Super Bowl? <laughs> you know, some some sort of ridiculous like prop bet. You know what what it is? It's the Adam Sandler uncut gems uh, <laughs> prop bet at this point. And yeah, it's up, I think, 200% today. Um, it was up, I think, 100 or 200% yesterday. So every day, yeah, it's just getting to ludicrous numbers. And to even like put it in perspective of whatever the market cap is or whatever the, the earnings are, and like none of the math makes sense on this. Yeah, I mean, like like the, the, the market cap or, or like the value of the company today is over $10 billion. It has no business being that valuable. Like <laughs> it, yeah. GameStop is basically like six brick and mortar stores across the country and they like buy and resell xbox 360s yeah, that's sure. what they do and they're worth 10 billion dollars and they give you 14 cents for your old xbox 360 in store yeah. in store credit and, and they're worth <laughs> over 10 billion dollars yeah like we're no longer in the realm of like actual finance like this is mean world <laughs> this is right <laughs> And so this is all because of this subreddit or, you know, uh, this community because of this subreddit. Yeah, it's, yeah. No, it's, it's pretty clearly because of it. It's not alleged. It's yeah. like, okay. that's definitely what's happened. Well, I don't know if it'll hold up in court or whatever. And that's the other question. Well, I'm you're not accusing or like alleging that like there's any like, like nothing here is illegal. That's okay. That's what I wanted to ask you. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's this, this, this subreddit called Wall Street Bets which is a community of now, I think, 3 million people that... What was it a week ago? I wonder. <laughs> Eight. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of get together and are like, hey, buy AMC, buy Nokia, buy BlackBerry. <laughs> and um, like, I don't know, it's kind of on the line of market manipulation. But then again, I'm not really sure what constitutes market manipulation. And okay, like, what is the legal definition? I don't understand any of this. Okay, Marco. I, I before we get even to that, I, I want to go over a little bit of the short selling, uh, how that works, uh, and and the fact that there was more short selling stocks to GameStop than there were stocks. Correct. So explain sure. to our audience kind of what short selling is. Okay, so I might it's fumble so over. He's like explaining <laughs> finance to us. I just wanted to become the big short. This yeah. is Margot Robbie in the bathtub. <laughs> explaining to oh my god! What, what, what an amazing scene, though. Like that, that was that was terrific filmmaking. Um, I get it because she's half naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like you don't even. I don't remember her explanation at all. I just remember like how like amazing it looked visually. So I, right. <laughs> to be honest with you, I didn't even know she had dialogue during that scene. I just thought I was just looking at her. <laughs> like like the novelty of that movie. scene the novelty of that scene was like 
wow, what a great way to get people to pay attention <laughs> about <laughs> finance right, right. instead of like, oh, now I know about finance. <laughs> Anyways. Right. And what's the takeaway? We know jack shit about finance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So short selling. Um, so, so again, forgive me if I fumble over myself explaining this. Um, and, I, and I'm like a little bit cloudy on like the details. I haven't done it in so long. Um, but short selling is, is basically uh, betting uh, that the price of an asset security stock is going to go down. So you're buying a contract to sell uh, a stock uh, at a price that is lower uh, than what it is today. Uh, so, I mean, the, the amazing thing about short selling is that it has like <laughs> infinite risk. It's like kind of like a degenerate, like financial instrument because as soon as the price of a, of the stock goes up, like you have to, you're, you're liable for the, for the difference of that, uh, security. Um, and, and there's a very there's a very hard date on this contract that you're purchasing. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a so, timeline. And, there's a there's a ticking clock against you, also. Yeah, so so that's like the the basics of short selling. Like they're done on margin accounts. Uh, basically, like anybody can do them. Um, Wall Street bets loves them because, like, sure the the risk is infinite. Um, but like you can make so much, so much money on them. I, I was, I was explained to it and I, and maybe this is even too simple is that you're selling a stock that you don't have yet that yeah, you're, I know. It, that it, you're it, agreeing it, to buy at a later time. That, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly, uh, that's exactly right. So you, you say you want to short 50 stock, uh, 50 shares of like Pepsi, um, you're not actually buying 50 shares of Pepsi. You're going to buy 50 shares of Pepsi in 30 days when the contract terminates. So th- at that point is when the transaction happens. And you're hoping that the price in 30 days is lower than the price it was the day that the short was initiated. Now, can you... Because meanwhile, you can sell a, a share of Pepsi to somebody else, right? That's the idea. In other words, you can profit off of the... The difference. Sale. Right. Yeah. Right, because you're you're selling it, collecting the price at the time you get the short contract, and then by the time you pay back the short contract, if it's lower than the original amount, you can collect. Yeah, it. that's exactly right. And and the reason the reason that you can you can short more stocks than there are of a company, um, I mean, it, it's all like I, I hate like institutional investment. Like I hate Wall Street because like they do this imaginary stuff where. Like say like a company has 200 outstanding shares, like there's 200 shares of Pepsi, imagine. Uh-huh. Um, you, can, uh, you can get a contract to short 100 shares of, of Pepsi and then you'll, you'll sell that. And you can sell that contract to another institution, right? But at the end of the day, there's two different balance sheets that have a short position on Pepsi, which means now you have 100 short uh, 100 short positions in company A and 100 short positions on company B. And meanwhile, only 100 shares are actually in play, like the initial 100 that were taken out of Pepsi and 200 are outstandingly short. It's like... It, wow. So when that I mean, date it, comes, you're effectively doubling the amount that would exist, right? Yeah, I mean, it's... Have to buy it. 
Yeah, it's 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 crazy, crazy mumbo jumbo. <laughs> so a, a question, and, that- and, and and like you can you can and and that can go on like add like infinite, right? Like you can that second company can keep on like transferring that short position to somebody else. Um, can you with a short? Uh, I, I mean, I, I assume that there's probably different lengths of time that these contracts are due. Can you cover those shares at any time during that contract? Or is it on that certain date that you're buying the contract for? So, so, so the termination date is like when it should happen. Um, but I, I think that there's different contracts let you like I see. get out of there as soon as, as soon as you want. I mean, I think that that's what those two hedge funds, Citron and Melvin or whatever. Right. Yeah. I forget the names. Like yeah, they, they right. basically called it quits. They're doing the towel and just like decided, okay, well, let's buy the GameStop shares. Let's get out of here. Yeah. We're jumping ship. So they bought GameStop at like what? $300 a yeah. share. So yeah, I think I can <laughs> sell them capital, at right. $3. Capital said they, they, they ate essentially $3 billion. Um, with, with this whole deal yeah. so what, a lot what, of those shares are expiring on friday right that's yeah. that's the thing is that by friday they have to pay it back so they figured let's just cut our losses now because when i think they said two hundred thousand shares of in gamestop two hundred thousand short shares in gamestop are coming due this friday so it's just let's get out now and we'll eat the loss so we don't have to pay another 200 million or two billion by the time friday rolls around if the stock doubles again so yeah in your example like and this is what happened with with gamestop is that there were more shares shorted than there were actual shares available causing a high demand meaning that the stock price is going to skyrocket Right. And, and you couple that with like the, all of the enthusiasm from like the from like the degenerate risk coming out of Wall Street bets. And I don't mean that like as a pejorative. It's like like that's what they do. And, and it seems like they're really happy about what they do. They just keep on bidding. <laughs> prices. very happy. That's definitely the case. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they, they like they can gin up all this enthusiasm for a stock driving the price higher and higher and higher, um, which like makes the 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 demand to short it like even greater right so basically wall street bets like those people in that buy position for gamestop they're in a win win they can't possibly lose that's crazy they can't like there's no way for them to lose like, okay. the price can actually only go up because all those guys need to sell it and they can just convince like more people on the internet that gamestop can actually be a good company <laughs> so, okay. so it's nonsense. It's complete nonsense. <laughs> so, so I think this falls right into Nico's question earlier: is where is the line of of illegal manipulation? Um. Yeah. I mean, like that's all. Like, I, I hate to sound <laughs> cynical, and like, like I don't want to reduce, be too reductive here, but it's like complete mumbo jumbo about like what's <laughs> actual like market manipulation. It really basically comes down to like what the SEC like whether they like the person or not, what they wow. choose to enforce. Right. Yeah. Like, like you, you, because, there's, there's definitely hard, there's definitely like legit rules out there. Um, I don't know them specifically, but as far as like how things are like actually enforced, you never really hear about like market manipulation, like <laughs> issues. So, so like, yeah, like functionally, this is the point I had earlier when we were texting about this this morning, what's the difference between, like 10 people investing 2 million each into a stock and 2 million people investing $10 into a stock. No, there is none. Like the, right. the, so the, like 
there's no what f- happening there's no f- on Wall Street every fucking day is market manipulation inherently, right? I mean, yeah, and 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 the reason that people are crying foul on Wall Street nowadays is because like they got screwed over by retail investors, right? Like this is like the basically like the biggest instance I guess in recent history where like common people actually like got one over on like the supposed like intellectual Wall Street class. I just think it's like hysterical that like it's brilliant. Oh, I it's definitely funny. Yeah, I, I think this is the ultimate underdog story that everybody roots for. <laughs> OK, All right, so let's unpack this for a second, because <laughs> on one hand, I agree with you. There is something very sexy and appealing about these sort of this like ragtag team of misfits on Reddit <laughs> getting together to break the U.S. economy. I, I just it. think that's really no, cool. no, 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 no. You're wrong. It's not wrong. the economy. It's just no, the yeah. stock market. No, this is this is like mostly like two hedge funds that okay. are being that are being hurt by this. Okay, fair. Yes, fair enough. They're specifically targeting the shorters. Well, yeah. here's actually my other question. I wanted to ask you too. What throughout history has been the moral argument against shorting? Because the I've I've heard people argument. be like, it's yeah, it's like a it's a grimy thing to do it's a gross thing sure to sure so so I'm, i can't like answer that directly but like i i have like sort of like a side step here that i think is interesting uh-huh. um like you hear a lot of like people on cnbc like talking about how retail so retail investors are like normal people right and then there's institutional investors which are like the big houses that like trade in in billions of dollars right these people on CNBC, like they, they sort of like talk down on retail investors and, and specifically like people on Reddit because they're, they're all about like speculation. Their trading is all speculative. It's not the market at work. The fuck and is it's that? like, it's like these, like these, I don't know like if I can curse here, but. Oh yeah. Like, like, fucking say like, whatever these, the fuck you want. <laughs> these, these assholes have the gall like to say that like what those people, like what people on Reddit are doing is speculation. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what did what did Lehman and Bear Stearns do in 2008 yeah. with mortgage-backed securities? Like, that was speculation that housing would never fall, right? Right. And and and, <laughs> and, that, and that actually tanked the entire economy. And now they're bad. Face right at, now. Like, <laughs> when you said right, that was the face of I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm like I'm. Like, I'm getting, I'm getting passionate. Go, about you're on. Go. I don't cut, don't tell his vibe. Yeah. He's rolling, Nick. <laughs> this is great podcast. Let him go. Uh, I don't know. Like, like, th- like in 2008, like those guys were being speculative. Was that the market at work? Was that fair market activity? And and they exposed basically the entire country to like this, like the the most terrible depression we'd seen, and in, in, I guess you want you want to call it a recession in in. Like what? Six decades, seven in, decades in, in modern history. I mean, that's fair to say. And people were left homeless, and now, and now, all of a sudden, like twelve people on the internet like decided to like have a joke at at a hedge fund's expense, and we have to like now. Now they're talking about legislation to like fix that, like the right. re- like as if the retail investors are the problem, right. right? And this is what I this is what I hate is th- what they did is inherently no different than what a bunch of well what a small group of wealthy people are going to do all the time with stocks yeah yeah but that's and, illegal isn't it though like, again, I mean, like there, those, there were executives at lehman brothers that went to prison for for the crimes they committed in 08 right 
I don't think but anybody from Lehman like, Brothers went to jail. It's all selective enforcement, though. I mean, yeah, definitely. But like, it, like insider trading and market manipulation is a crime, right? Okay, but but there's no insider trading as far as we know regarding GameStop. Like, there's it's public information. Like how much how much of GameStop shares is being shorted? Like right. Game, GameStop was notoriously like heavy on shorts. It's also public information that these people on Reddit said, "Hey, go buy." Yeah, like as far as I know, nobody like. And, and I like I didn't I don't I don't have like due diligence about like who these people on Reddit are. I don't know that anybody does that like any of those people like work at Citron or Melvin secretly and like right <laughs> screw the, <laughs> screw the company over. Which is uh, yeah. yeah, like it, it, and and besides like had had Wall Street bets like made this play and it didn't work, they would have all been out millions of millions of dollars right. on their own, right? Would that have been illegal? Like, I don't know. It's just like, uh, here's where here's where I'll throw like the CNBC talking heads like jargon back in their face. It's just market activity. Like, this is just what people do. Like, they, they put right. their money where their mouths are. Well, and like stocks, it's like, it's inherently risky. I mean. Yeah. But as soon as certain people lose, that's when all of the lawmakers are going to get in line and start trying to pass bills or whatever and that's when right. the enforcement agencies are going to start I mean, trying to arrest people there's a lot of pushback even uh to the robin hood app i mean people don't like it the regulators don't like it i don't think because well, it's yeah, of encouraging this sort of like you know amateur sort of like again, yeah, but there's like, been amateurs in the market forever i mean yeah. i remember in the when i was graduating high school decades ago <laughs> People, no, I, I don't like that like we're we're talking about it as if there is such a thing as an amateur I trader agree. and a professional there's just traders right and no and you make the, a good point and, That's true. And, and one of the things that i that i that i do remember learning uh in school studying finance was that people with mba like they did this this like study uh like people like with actual like mathematics and finance mbas they would like put a group of them together and like pick stocks for a portfolio. And then they would like get like people to just pick stocks at random and they would compare the performance and it was equal. It was like, wow. Like there's no difference where, and, and, and then they would try to justify a finance degree by saying like, well, would you rather like just some brainless monkey investing your, your money or would you want somebody who's in a blue suit do it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the larger issue here, though, is that what these guys are doing is exposing what's already sort of a delicate house of cards that is the stock market and how, you know, may, maybe you disagree with this, Marco, but up until now, I, I think the way it was sort of legislated and regulated is if it is done in good faith, then it passes the eye test. Right. And it's and it's OK. But if it's done in bad faith, whatever that means, then it's illegal. And I think yeah, I, don't, I don't know like, what that means. What's happening, like you know, right? Well, and I understand. Ob- obviously, throughout being the good people that they didn't want GameStop to go out of business and a bunch of rich fuckers to profit off. Yeah, I mean, like, like I mean, this is clearly trading in bad faith, though. This is just using sort of like a a random company that is about to go bankrupt as a sort of yeah as a degenerate bet essentially it's yeah, but become it, it, the sort of a meme asset at this point it's I, not it's not based on anything i right? don't no i i disagree with that in in some sense because i think i read that 
it was like 138% of the available stocks were shorted for GameStop. So that creates a substantial demand for the stock when it has to be covered, when these contracts come come due. So so it's not just arbitrary that they picked GameStop and that's the winner. There were there was some data behind it. Yeah, and, and there are also people in Wall Street Bets that actually think GameStop like shouldn't be shorted. Like there are people who think like, hold on a second, like the new Xbox and PlayStation are out and they started a digital business. It's right. like, hold on, they won't be going bankrupt. This is actually not worth $4. Maybe it's worth $40. Yeah, and, and you were saying another point, Nico. I think they're saying, crazy, by the way. Can you argue that in good faith, though? Like, obviously not, right? Why couldn't you? Why, so, why does it have to be in good faith? Like, where, like, the stock market, maybe it ought to be regulated that things happen in good faith, but well, when they shorted it, is, right? when they shorted GameStop, was that in good faith? Well, the idea with a short, though, and that's why I was asking Marco about, like, the, the moral quandary of shorting is that you're not actually taking money out of the business's pocket right no right you're, you're not actually like selling a stock takes money out that actually directly hurts GameStop by shorting a stock all you're doing is profiting on a decline that was already inevitable anyway yeah but right. like we would veer into like a philosophical like conversation that has nothing to do with finance well let's like- veer well that's what i want to figure out though because that's the only reason why these people would be so angry but there doesn't have to you're saying in good faith right you're saying that they're not buying the gamestop stock in good faith and by that you mean because they actually think gamestop is a good company that is worth their money that's what you mean right yes but how many people on wall street sit there and buy stocks not because they believe in the company but because the fucking numbers line up and they're going to make a profit that's what these people did they saw that gamestop is being shorted 138 percent, and they can make a profit what is wrong with that what is different from that in the big short or any of these things i understand like what these people are doing is poking a hole in this very thin facade that wall street has maintained for the last several decades i I don't even know if i get it but but I but I still think like all this is going to do is encourage more regulation, and at the end of the day, it's just going to squeeze the little guy even more, right? Like it, they're they're just going to crack down harder on the little guy and make it harder for investors like you and me who maybe yeah, only yeah, yeah. Nico, dollars in the stock market. Nico, you're you're probably right about that. That yeah. like like the 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 blowback here is probably going to hurt the retail investor. Um, it's probably going to get harder to like transact on Robinhood. Um, it's probably going to. Like they, they don't want this to ever happen again. Right. right. Like instead of, instead of like, instead of like some, and I don't think it's the job of some regulatory agency to like slap Melvin. What's that company called? Mel- like, Melvin capital, I believe. Yeah. To, to clap, to, to slap Melvin capital on the wrist and say, Hey, like, Hey, you shouldn't like be so short on a single position. I don't think like that's up to the sec. Oh, I agree. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's probably going to like, those guys have access to Capitol Hill. They'll be able to like actually like draw the laws that they want. Yeah. No, I get. I guess that's a cynical way of looking at it, and I guess that's probably right. Is that yeah? It's those that. <laughs> no, have and, and it sucks because because Capitol. I'm actually like kind of like uh, I'm like super left on this. Like yeah. I want I want them to like really crank down on Wall Street. Like I like I want it to be. <laughs> I don't know. I hate the. I, I, I hate those guys. Sure. Uh, they're dealing, it's monopoly. It's they're literally print like making 
money off of like monopoly bets. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. Yeah. All, all I'm saying though is that, but I, I think you should. We should take a step back before we were like, oh, these guys are literally using Robinhood to be Robinhood. And like they're stealing from the rich and giving to the poor, and that's all well and good. But I, I the cynical part of me is like, uh, these are just a bunch of meme trolls that are looking to make a quick buck this week. And once this is over, they'll just go back to their regular lives. Yeah, but with two million dollars in the bank, regulated than they left it. Yes, that okay. Perhaps in their bank accounts, <laughs> but Wall Street ultimately will be left far more regulated than how they found it and it's only going to squeeze the smaller guy you're, you're probably right in practice i i mean this just again screams kind of like too big to fail kind of thing where yeah. it's like you know how come when other people you know get screwed on a bad bet why don't they get uh you know more regulations to prevent people from buying bad stocks like it's fucking risk they shorted right. it they lost yeah, like we, we, we've been operating under this assumption that like there is such a thing as an invisible hand guiding the market. Like there, well, there, there isn't. Shouldn't be. They should just be allowed to fucking go bankrupt. And then everybody goes, well, tough shit. That's what should happen. I mean. Right. Well, what, I, what I'm saying is that like, like finance and like, like the very like concept of value in an economy is based on the presumption that like people act in rational, like in rational ways. And and Wall Street, like institutional investor investors have long like had a grip on like the information, be it public or like backdoors of like how how like stocks are going to go and like how governments will like react like in to, to you know, big financial crises in the future or whatever. Um, and now all of a sudden we have like all this information at the fingertips of like regular people. And that's disrupted what like the institutions thought like the market was. For, for like centuries, right? And that's like why they're like so like butthurt about this. <laughs> like to, to put it in yeah, no, I, in a terrible. I think you're 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 a hundred percent right. But for more regulations to come into play, I, I think you have to prove that somebody did something illegal in a highly regulated market already. I mean the mar- the market has rules. And, and sort of, sort of. with your friends, though, to all buy the same stock at the same time is. But that's what Jim Cramer does, right? Like, that's no, what that's not illegal. Well, the, what they, the, the thing about Jim Cramer is that is essentially covered under free speech because you're simply giving your opinion. So then what's the difference of what they're doing on Wall Street bets? It, right. Well, th- this is the gray area, but this is the gray area of every platform, right? Like it's it's a similar thing to what Twitter's dealing with now, right? It's, yeah. The idea is each interaction on Wall Street bets a person to person interaction, or just sort of a global interaction of, you know, I'm posting my opinion on a particular stock in a bubble, and it's just one of many on this feed, as opposed to we're all together. Uh, using not, our forces to go after the same stuff. So right? you're but saying not, there's not like some association of like it's not like a group of people on on in Wall Street bets that are like okay yeah I'll sign up for the GameStop scam, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's not like they're card carrying members of like some group right. that's like yeah I'll sign up for this thing. At it's the end of the day, they all read the post and made the individual choice to participate. Right. So or not. So so Nico though. You're saying that there's a clear difference between Jim Cramer saying uh, GameStop, good stock, I say buy, mm-hmm. and Jim Cramer also going 
gets up real up close to the camera and goes, okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. On Thursday, we're all going to buy GameStop. You're saying right. that there's a clear difference there. No, the, the answer is I don't know if there's a clear difference there or not, but it feels that way. It, just, it feels that way. Now, I, again, this is something that you would have to legislate and regulate. And we'll see if they do. They probably will. And they probably will. Because like Marco said, like, you know, the, Jim Cramer talking to a, a, a camera with no one on the other side. That's a little different. You know, his message being broadcast as a as a sort of unidirectional thing. That's a little different than going on a platform where you can chat with other people right. and you're confirming with each other what stock you're going to buy tomorrow. Like there there does seem like some sort of conspiratory element. To that. Because it's a, because it's yeah. via an app instead of in <laughs> no, a fucking. No, but like, I don't know. I don't know. So, I, so I mean, no, that's 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 interesting. I mean, I, and I and I I actually sort of agree with what you're saying a little bit. Um, but I, but if you were to like sort of apply it equally, then like that would mean that I can't like talk to my friends about like what stock I'm buying sure. tomorrow. Yeah, and it's also what they do on Wall Street is they all conspiratorially talk to each other about what stocks to buy. That's what they and fucking do. You're not supposed to, right? <laughs> Who cares? That's what they do. And if they don't force it equally, what's the point of enforcing and, it at all? And I think I'm, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you're supposed to do on Wall Street. I think that that's like. That's what you do if you tra- if you work in stocks. That's why they're all gathered in the same fucking place. Yeah. That's the reason it's a, on a street. And, and I really think <laughs> I really think Marco hit the the nail on the head when he says the hedge fund guys are the ones who have access to the lawmakers. They have right. direct access to the lawmakers. Yeah, and they're going to sure. be the ones writing the laws to pass to the people on Capitol Hill for the also, president like, to sign. Yeah, because because Jim Bob forty two zero six nine is the real bad guy here. Fart sniffer four twenty sixty nine here. This is all great, man. All this fuck the establishment thinking is is wonderful. It's so sexy and appealing. It really is. But again, like just if you play this out a couple more steps in execution, I'm not sure that this is good. What are they going to do though? Just say. Like regular people can't buy stocks. But you have to be. You have to I, I, I be. Think perhaps they may, have, they may stock buyers. They may shut down every single platform like Reddit that allows this sort of. Thing. Do you have to get a stock license? You yeah, have to take I, a special class, I, and I, that ruins the economy. No, well, hold on. Hold Nobody's on, hold on a second. Yeah. Why? Why does it? Why does it feel wrong that like Wall Street has like some competition? That that there's like some like exposure that they have to carry like it, 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 do we do we like does anybody actually feel like safe that like wall street is like the expertise in like personal finance i felt safe knowing that wall street could lose yeah like that like that makes and maybe like we're just like the fringe weirdos that are like anti-establishment on this <laughs> <laughs> but like i i don't know like i I don't think that it to me, it feels wrong that like they should that anybody that like, you know, doesn't wear like a suit and tie to work um, should feel bad for them in any way. Like that. That's strange to me. Yes, I, I get it. I, I can't, it just feels different. But OK, maybe I'm approaching this with the bias of this is the system as we had it. And it should be protected because 
it's worked out okay so far. Oh, it has, but it hasn't. Yeah, but it, it hasn't. hasn't. Right, but the, but it, it, yes, obviously, yes. The natural the of that Wall is Street. it hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> the existence of Wall Street and the existence of like stocks at all, in my opinion, hurt the free market. No, fr- fuck the free market. It it, it just hurts. Like it hurts. It like, hurts humanity. It, like it's. It, I mean, you can't. You can't have like actual free fair trade because stocks are inherently like going to be market manipulation or like a community like we can't even have like main street anymore right because like i don't know that's like i don't want to abstract this like too much and like do. <laughs> no, no, no no i'm not those no. bankers those damn bankers <laughs> sorry no no i'm not gonna go there <laughs> yeah so, someone i rarely agree with on anything is aoc uh, but even she on Twitter today made a comment that I'm like, you know what? You might be onto something here when she's like, got to admit, it's really something to see Wall Streeters with a long history of treating our, our economy like a casino complain about a message board of posters also treating the market as a casino. Yeah. I don't know if I like that line. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. That's it's. Yeah, just, no, I think it's just pulling lost. back the curtain. It's pulling back the curtain and just showing that this institution that a bunch of people in in suits with briefcases have built a career around is really just Rob and I playing blackjack in Deadwood. Yeah. Yeah. Your your financial overlords are not omnipotent. Like yes. they are they are super fallible and and they can be felled by like like uh, a rounding error, basically. I, I am shocked at myself for agreeing with AOC one hundred percent on that tweet <laughs> well, but you know what there are some issues that honestly like transcend politics and they tend to be like class issues like the yeah. elite versus like regular fucking people yeah. and this is one of those issues sure yeah i i think both sides of the political aisle us regular people agree that fuck wall street <laughs> <laughs> so that being said where are we buying next what are we doing <laughs> What are we buying next? I'm putting all my money. Markets on this. <laughs> I'm putting all my money into Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> pizza, baby. Pasquale's Pizza, or whatever they were calling it during the shutdowns. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I may, I may dip my toe in tomorrow. I haven't done anything yet with it. I've just followed it. Oh, I was I was all over the discords to this afternoon. Like I since my surgery, I'm I'm back to work and only working a half day. So I come home at noon and I just sat on Discord all afternoon just watching the <laughs> fucking chat lines go by. <laughs> and you did, did you did you buy? Yeah, I yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I I played around. Yeah. I I dabbled. What about you, Marco? Did, I did you buy? No, no. I'm I'm like a long term investor. That's oh, exactly the same for me. Pussies. You guys are fun haters. Oh. <laughs> listen, listen a little. In 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 like the ten years that I've invested, I like I've never I've only sold at a loss once. Like Wow, so, good for you. So So I just buy and hold because I'm stupid and I don't know how to do anything else. Mm. I, I've done that with a lot. I mean, <laughs> a, ma- <laughs> I get. a majority of my stocks I have bought and hold and, and plan on holding for long term. But I, I'm not saying that I don't have a few grand in just to play around with. I mean, in fairness, my first major purchase was like as soon as the pandemic got bad. Right. I just threw like a couple thousand in. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I that's a good play. I dumped it. Probably did well there. I dumped a shitload of money in in April, and I'm paying. Yeah. It's paying off well in Apple and Disney and all those. 
Uh, sorry, sorry, Nick. I also remember that I, I convinced you to buy Litecoin. <laughs> like before, I made out on that. <laughs> oh, nice. good, good. I'm glad. I made out, and I actually I traded some for some Bitcoin. Forgot about it for two years, and then when it popped back up, I found out that I had like 200 bucks in Bitcoin nice. somewhere. I am all in on Dogecoin. Oh, no. <laughs> Rob, Rob's in on the Doge. <laughs> Um, I told him to go in on Bitcoin like two months ago and, you know. Yeah. No, I'm like 40 bucks into Dogecoin, all right? (laughs) (laughs) So when that sucker goes up to $1,000, I'll have $5 million in Dogecoin. Let's see if the Wall Street Bets guys can work some magic. Watch watch that be their next pick. That's the other thing. If they regulate... The, the stocks even more, more people are just going to move over to crypto. Right. Might be good for crypto in the long run. I was actually talking with my brother about this yesterday because he's like, you know, this this actually might be okay for us. Bitcoin's been uh, plateau. Honestly, like with this GameStop shit going on, it might be a good time to buy a little Bitcoin. Well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing like I, I read that Yellen is like very anti-crypto. Very. So like. So it's it's getting like kind of scary. Yeah. Like I've been I've been holding a lot of crypto for like five years. <laughs> so I, like I, I'm thinking it's time to jump ship just because like they're they're like proposing actual legislation that's gonna like render like the blockchain like useless. Wait, I mean they can't like they can't. What's 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 the concern? I guess is it like that so, you're gonna so, get arrested or that you're gonna lose your money? Uh, or oh, both. Like they 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 want to. They want to treat all uh, cryptocurrency transactions like their securities, like like their like their stocks. So there has to be like a, a public record. I mean, there is a public record on the blockchain, but they want it to be like transacted as if it's like through an e trade or or and and records kept on to like a bank to like see that like all these like ledgers are reviewable by the federal government. Uh, so like yeah, I mean. The reason that a lot of people like initially liked cryptocurrency is like, oh, hold on a second. This is basically stocks again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want right. that. Yeah, but it sort of defeats the whole purpose once it's centralized, right? Yeah. Calculated. Yeah. I mean that defeats it. Well, that's that's I mean it, it's also it's also like pointless. Like the blockchain is already like a public ledger. Like you already have that. I don't yeah. know why the like well, I mean, I do know why, like the federal government like wants to like get its fingers in there. Um, well, eventually they may develop their own crypto. The Fed, right? Might correct. That's I don't know. I, I heard don't... about for a while. I mean, I think I heard about that like two or three years ago. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't heard anything else about it. Yeah, that would be that would actually be the end game, I think, for for us Bitcoin folk. But for now, I'm going to use it to gamble on the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm waiting Good for my you. Bitcoin uh, transactions to uh, settle so that I can tr- put it over into a in, into Nico's uh, bet place. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I I this might be the seeds. I may be planting the seeds of degenerate gambler Rob. Yeah, it might be happening yeah. this week. Everyone I know, like within the past like year, everybody that I know that watches sports has become a degenerate gambler. Oh yeah, it's it's like the the. The, We've had so much time. The rate, <laughs> the rate of growth in ga- sports betting, like, is is like, I mean, it's it's astounding. Yeah, it's insane, right? Like, it's it's amazing. Five years ago, when I was like just hanging out with friends playing cards, and I brought up a parlay that I had over the weekend, it's like, what's a parlay? 
Yeah. And now it's like everybody is well versed. <laughs> they can tell you what a seven point tease is. What you know, no, what I'm, bed I'm, is. I'm, I'm Everybody's watching. Just totally literate in that. I'm watching the Knicks game and like they'll have like fan duel like odds like updating in real time, like it's in in crazy. the graphics. It's, it's not. Crazy. It's not even. It's not even legal in New York. And like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm watching the New York Knicks on the MSG network. I mean, you can also probably tell just I'm not somebody who knows anything about sports or gambling. So I'm like the last person you should talk here. But just in the way they measure, like just all these random fucking aspects of sports now, like there there are metrics for everything. I I hate I hate sports analytics nerds. I think they've ruined sports. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's part of the gambling, right? Yeah, no. And they've contributed to it. Like they've given like people at like the people at. Pro football focus like a second breath of life. Well, those guys are clowns, though. It's got, you can't lump in pro football focus with the entirety of the analytics. No, like all, all, all of the analytics, I put them all in the same boat. They're all like a waste. <laughs> they're all a waste of like our of our bandwidth. Like we should have higher regard for our attention. Yeah, but no I think- wonder you're a Jet fan, Mark. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're I- the fucking problem. That you're the reason why we've Hot had in the kettle, but okay, in eleven years. <laughs> I think I truly think that human beings at some DNA level have a a need for stats. Like we have to have stats. And so anything that we can do, I don't know what's so wrong with that. Anything that we can do to generate stats, people just love. You have to to count how many lions are chasing you (laughs) in the wild. No, no. See, I was going to argue the opposite. Like we've been, (laughs) (laughs) we've been tricked by smart conniving people that we need numbers to justify our decisions. Now that's true. Are you telling me that if there's one lion or 10 lions, you're still going to run? No, like, okay. So if you're, if you're on a hike, right. And like, there's a snake on the ground, like you see a snake, you immediately jump. It's not like you're doing like a calculus in your head of like how many snakes are there. It's like you, you you can recognize danger immediately. Yeah, but you have you to. Don't, you don't need some dork on Twitter <laughs> telling you that. <laughs> but you have to like, calculate which direction to jump and how high to jump and how far to jump and in which angle you're going to jump. Hang on. Are, are you railing now against dorks on Twitter or are you railing against Jonah Hill and Moneyball? Like what <laughs> analytics are specifically? I, I mean, I, I do. Th- I do think that the, the Moneyball thing is also gross. Um, <laughs> What's gross about it? I don't understand. No, because you've you've reduced sports to like something that like a guy with a calculator who's never been on a baseball field can decide like what a winning team like that guy and doesn't he's right by the way and he's right. Well, how know. many teams? How many? How many championships did the A's win? None. But like, so how was he right? Yeah, but the Red Sox adopted that philosophy and won like two. And they also later. spent millions upon millions of dollars. For yeah, the best players. Obviously, there is an element of like human intuition that goes along with building a sports team. Of course it does. But like there's nothing wrong with having a nerd in the room. There's nothing wrong with having a couple spreadsheets in the room, at least. I don't know. We used to stuff nerds in lockers. What happened? <laughs> I, I I just I, I don't like that. Like it's gotten to the point where like a stats nerd is the GM of the Browns. <laughs> I get it, but I don't know. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather a quote-unquote football guy that like. I want Joe Douglas to be a GM, not like some Poindexter. <laughs> not some well, Poindexter. Wish, yeah, not some Poindexter that like says uh, this guy uh, gives up 
uh, you know, less coverage yards, whatever the hell is a coverage yard <laughs> per snap over 20 minutes. Like, fuck that shit. I, I just love the you- way Marco talks. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. I, I, I'm sorry. This is only funny for the two of us. But I. I <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I apologize. I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I take it, though, then that you're like into the Thibodeau experience so far then. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I love like that the guy like just exacts like I want defense out of you guys like I don't care if you give up yeah. <laughs> like I don't care that you that you take bad offensive shots I I, I don't care about your shot placement nope <laughs> just, all just, just, just all let great. Mitch Mitch Robinson and and Nerlens Noel block five shots a game <laughs> I love that shit that's a winning strategy <laughs> I am dangerously invested in the Knicks these days it's a problem dangerously so. <laughs> it's a problem yeah. Uh, in in a way that I shouldn't be, and I may have a little bit. They're, they're clearly not a good team. There's, they're clearly not a good team, but we're convincing ourselves that they're watchable. Now, Nico, are you? So much fun to go for. Are you yeah. when you're you're when you're placing your bets online? Are you placing those in good faith? <laughs> no, obviously not. No, I'm a good. Whoa, oh my god, we I'm need to regulate that. Yes. Of course. No, Vegas does it the right way, though. They just take you in the back room and they rough you up. <laughs> You're doing it the right way. I mean, like, that's the type of, you know, policing that we need in the SEC, in my opinion. I'm with you. Hmm. Uh, is that it for the for the Wall Street talk? Uh, I, I don't think that I have anything left to add that won't get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't worry. It's not even the top 20 most offensive things that on the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, like, I could have a conversation about pitchforks and tarring and feathering people. Yeah, let's just, we, we don't have to do that. Start the revolution. Hold the line, baby. Right. Uh, Hold the line. <laughs> Marco, before you go, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being a delusional WFAN caller, how excited <laughs> for you or are you for Deshaun Watson on the Jets? Uh, I'm I'm at like a solid eight. Like I I think I think it's happening, uh, is- and and I and I would I would love it. I would I would give up Quinn and Williams and like three first round picks for Deshaun Watson. That's it. That's all it takes. That's yeah, right? I, and sold. Yeah, of course, big time. So before anybody goes, yeah. let's take a guess at how high GameStop goes. Because I, in my opinion, think it's seen its peak at like three thirty. I mean, okay. now might be a good time to short it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marco, would you say short GameStop now? Um, I don't know. I. I'm not a financial advisor. <laughs> We're, this is not advice. We're just. I, 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 I guess. I guess that like since since uh, those two hedge funds are like they they got out. I don't know what's happening. Right. Like, maybe it's going to be a free fall. Like there's no longer like a a force like trying to get rid of the stock as much. Right. So I, I'm not sure that it's a it's a sure thing as it may have been. Yeah. No, I, I think uh, honestly, 
I think one K is in play. Wow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know what? You know what, Nico? The thing is, your guess is as good as anybody else's. Yeah. We, we are. We are in the realm of of imaginary bucks. So and and, and also. I want everybody out there that are listening to us right now. We have no idea. Don't take our advice. We are just take my commands. Buy GameStop. We are just (laughs) we are just guessing for for the the fun of guessing. (laughs) What the heck? Yeah, um, we got a soundboard. We're like one of those yeah. fucking '90s radio jockeys. In the morning I don't know show. if I like that line. <laughs> oh, that's great! You kicked me right in the pussy. <laughs> wow. Oh, Do you have like a doink sound, like a like a like a spring, like boing, like oh. that? No, we got Nico uh, saying this. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I had Oh yeah, we got that. Bye, bye, bye. Boo! Be more funny. Take my advice. Don't gamble. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Where where I went wrong, learn from my mistakes, and uh, just live a happy and successful life. Okay. Just work hard and make money and retire with it. Great. Yeah, and join uh, join the Wall Street Bets subreddit. (laughs) I think. Get some tendies. All right. Well, this was good. Well, Marco, thanks. For, thanks for coming on. Oh yeah, thanks for having me. This yeah. was fun. Yeah, this, seriously, like, this, was this was selfishly like just an excuse for me to to see Nick's face. Yeah, uh, I miss you, man. I miss you. <laughs> hey. Oh, and you too, Nico. Sorry, I, I I knew Nick for longer. So this is true. I, yeah, I'm sorry. Anyways, fuck. Thank- you did not know him for longer we met at the exact same time right but like i had more like day-to-day interaction trials and tribulations with with no i get it you like him better i understand well i mean that's as long as as you understand that's the case with me as well nico (laughs) (laughs) and apparently the folks on our discord based on the way they vote yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean i've known nick less than a year and i like him better than you and i've known you for like eight (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, when, the, when the pandemic calms down marco fly out to cincinnati yeah i will i will yeah. I'm not, and i'm not so just we, saying that i actually will i believe you you're one of the you're one of the people i know that i actually believe when they say that <laughs> all right uh thanks again guys yep thanks marco thanks so much, man. hi marco come back anytime uh, seriously come back anytime that was fun he's he's a good guest I thought he. Yeah. I thought he'd be good. Yeah, chock full of information. I mean, I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I, I wanted. He's so to, modest. He always says like, "Well, I'm not." Like he he knows what he's yeah. talking about. He's not. He's not a fool. I wanted yeah. to get more into learning about options trading, but I mean, we we got so deep into it and the other stuff that we just didn't have time. Yeah, um, I, I I do want to have him back and talk about options tradings. I hope this was in, like informational. I hope it was of, fun. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm want, wanting. I I know a lot of this stuff. Like most of the coverage, whether it's CNBC or Bloomberg writing about it, Wall Street Journal, they use like a lot of the jargon that you use on Wall Street, and like sort of like the barrier to entry to understand some of this stuff is very high. Yeah. And so hopefully, like we lowered that a little bit. Yeah, I hope so. Watch you through it. <laughs> you know, lowered the bar, lowered our standards. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 
like because I, you know, again, like I'm I'm watching Jim Cramer, which I probably is the worst guy to listen oh, to. Hundred like percent. <laughs> but even he's like using language like, uh, what exactly is a short? Like I had to go back and figure out exactly yeah. what it was, what option trading is, and you know, but. No, I I just I I never fucking trust like analysts for stock analysts because if they were so fucking savvy, they wouldn't be telling you anything. Mm. They would be cashing in millions of dollars and retiring at 30. Right. Like they they wouldn't be on TV having a show having a fucking like five day a week show talking about money. And, and, and I think that's what really bothers some of these people is there are absolutely new millionaires in the world today from GameStop. I mean, I've seen the posts, people's Robinhood accounts, they're taking screenshots. They're like, I'm up $2 million. Mm-hmm. That's it, outrageous. And that's what bothers these people is, yeah. is someone else is having success. Well, and, and if I'm going to be honest, like at the end of the day, like, I don't think anybody should be able to bec- gain $2 million in one day for clicking option A. Right. Like, the entire stock market economy is broken. I get what you're saying, but... It's uh, completely fucked. I, I, I get what you're saying. However, there is so much fucking money just floating around out there. It's just floating around. And... It happened to be that a bunch of people off of a subreddit grabbed some of that money up. And that well, I, I have nothing against them. No, no, no. I I'm know just you don't. It's indicative of a larger issue. No, I which yeah, is, right. No, that's right, exactly. That's They're exposing I, I yeah, with a broken system. Yeah. Two million dollars today. I, I know you're not you're not blaming those people, but I'm not even criticizing them. Okay. Fair. I'm not either. I just don't think a lot of people realize how much fucking money is oh. out there. Yeah. And and it was and it was up for grabs and by happenstance a bunch of people living in their parents' basements grabbed up millions upon millions of dollars in the last couple of days. And and it's mm-hmm. absolutely insanity. Just a reminder that subreddit is Wall Street Bets. Yeah. <laughs> Wall Street Bets. And, and it was banned. The Verge was reporting that it was banned uh, three hours ago, but it's back. I mean, it it, it's there. Yeah, how do you fucking? How can you even ban it? I, I again, I, I am hard pressed to believe that anything that was done was actually illegal. Or, no, I, I agree. I don't think it. Or if it is illegal. It's being done every day and nobody does anything about it. So it's either selective enforcement or it's not illegal. The reason why I want to mark a lot is because I'm just not smart or informed enough to know. I'm just not. So I'm talking about right and wrong. I'm not talking about the repercussions, which instinctively it feels wrong to me still instinctively. It feels wrong. And it, it feels like just a bunch of meme lords just trying to make a quick buck, which maybe that's okay. And feels, that should be okay. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, again, it's yeah. because the entire system of, like, Wall Street is wrong inherently. Correct. Correct. That's why it feels wrong. Because what, what is is wrong. What I am bothered by more than anything, though, beyond this, is if Reddit tried to ban that subreddit and, and silence these people, that's what irritates me. 
It's the same thing that irritates me about the whole Twitter, you know, what's going on with Twitter. I, I just don't like, I don't like somebody else trying to uh, make sure that I'm protected. That I'm like, not a big enough, uh, that I'm not a big boy to make the decisions for myself to either believe the my pillow guy about the the election fraud or <laughs> make a decision on what I want to do with my money in the stock market. Why do I need to be protected? Who made them my protector? Yeah, you're right. It's like if, when you if you're you know outside of an abortion clinic and the Westboro Baptist Church is there like right chatting right like the, yeah those people have no place in like a decent society but also they're allowed to do it right I, I and, will I will I will defend the Westboro Baptist Church because they've never gotten violent they've okay they, they've <laughs> done uh, <laughs> I mean it depends on your definition they've, of violence here they've never they harass they harass but that is constitutionally protected Right, but I don't that's know my if, thing. Like, though. Shouting in a pregnant woman's face is specifically in the Constitution. All right, all right. Good point taken. Much. No, point yeah. Obviously, my only point is though that when you're IRL, <laughs> and whether Westboro Baptist Church, Black Israelites, or just like some random ass dude on a street corner just spewing nonsense, like he's allowed to be there, and we also trust the public to walk right past them. Right. You know. But on social media, for some reason, we don't trust people to use that same sort yeah. of, you know, moral determination. But and, but why is it Reddit's responsibility uh, to stop me from deciding or, or getting together with somebody on on which stocks I want to put my money into? Again, Recording has stopped. Well, if the, mm, thank well, you, here, let Jitsi. Me, <laughs> let me uh, do this again. Hang on. Um, That's our Jitsi recording, by the way, to people who. Uh, Heard that in the master recording. Recording is on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think the larger question, though, is if it's illegal, then Reddit has responsibility to take down illegal activity, right? I'm sure, of course. Yeah, I think I I, I I have an obligation to take down child porn. I agree. I won't argue with that that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, if illegal activity is being, you know, committed on the platform, yeah, you have to police it in some. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. If no. not a moral obligation, at least a legal one. You know, I don't. No, think, 100% like, agree but that. here's the thing: it it gets weird because like the 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 job to shut down illegal activity is law enforcement. It is their job, right? Mm. It is not Reddit's job. Like Reddit should report it. Yeah. But technically, they're not law enforcement. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And right. it gets into a dicey territory where we have the, the, the like these social media platforms. Basically, they're being, um, they're they're essentially legislating, enforcing law. They're doing all of these things that really they're not. They're just meant to be a platform. Mm. You know. And, it, it, so okay, I I, I don't want to get too deep into it. My pillow CEO banned from Twitter mm-hmm. for spewing the election result. You know, denying the election results. Now, was it that, or was it the fact that he went to the White House and he had the notes that said "martial law?" Question mark. Now that I don't know, I because I, I can't help but think if he didn't do that two weeks ago, then there, this wouldn't be an issue. Maybe I thought not. it was because he announced he might want to run for governor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
but my my point is okay if it is the election stuff which that's what that's what trump got banned for whatever no no trump didn't get banned for that Uh, trump trump got banned for the tweet that he put out okay after the riots being like this is what you get for stealing an election yeah yeah i mean it all goes back to the stolen election the quote unquote stolen election yeah it's it's one thing tweeting about dominion and it's another thing like being like hey storm the capital and well it's yeah it's gone a little far because there have been other people i think who also have been saying like they don't believe the election is and they've also been banned other people have been banned for for questioning the election results so when are we going to start banning people for uh posting ufo stories yeah sure i mean that's that's not real I mean, it's not proven to be real. Same with the election. It's never going to be proven to be real because I do believe that Joe Biden won the election. I'm not saying that. My point is we don't have proof of UFOs or Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster. So where's the line of... Yeah, no, I don't think that social media should be an arbiter of truth. No. I think that's a real slippery slope. Yeah, Well, And that's kind of why, like, you know, I think I said this before you know temporarily taking someone down is one thing when there's like a safety concern 100 percent. Right. permanently that's where it gets yep. dicey yeah mm-hmm. so and that's that's yeah. the that's the process that we're at right now is yeah. by the way on a what? side note i would love to have somebody uh that believes in ufos has had a ufo experience on our show 100 percent. hell I, yeah i would love to talk to somebody to maybe attempt to change my mind I don't believe it. I'm never going to ridicule somebody for believing it. I would love to talk to somebody who's had an experience. It's crazy. There was a post on one of the local Facebook groups for my town. Uh-huh. And it was a, of a guy literally right down the street from me. I didn't know the person, but I saw the video. It was right down the street from me. And the camera was, uh, was pointed at the sky. And there was a little disc. It was like, yo, <laughs> fucking lights at like 10 o'clock p.m. wow in my town that's kind of wild like oh my goodness and i went on there i started scrolling through the comments and it's like no those are there every night espn does their little lighting display and espn's (laughs) one town over for me (laughs) and it was just tv bullshit oh my god (laughs) it was just for a good shot for sports center or whatever we have a giant water tower right in my my little town here yeah um and it has lights on the top. It has one of those spinny lights that goes around like a lighthouse every night. Oh, yeah. And, like, the clouds are just right. It looks fucking creepy. I bet it does. That's cool, though. But I, I could see somebody thinking that shit's a UFO. Yeah. Catching it on the video camera the right way. Yeah, it's really easy to see, like, how these rumors start and, like, why people actually believe it. Because, yeah, I saw that video and I'm like, oh, my God, that's a UFO. And just <laughs> five more seconds of thought. And I'm like, oh, okay. why were there no UFO sightings? Uh, recorded anywhere like before we had planes, <laughs> maybe right. just like any time before that. Yeah, sure. maybe three hundred years ago. I don't know. Part <laughs> of the Revolutionary War. There's no Revolutionary War diary of like today. I saw an unidentified Dearest Margaret. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen Ancient Aliens? <laughs> Fair point. Right. They only the records of aliens only exist in modern times or so far ago that you can't actually prove it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. Aliens killed the dinosaurs and then they left for millions of years. Yep. <laughs> and now they're back. Yeah. No, I, I will never ridicule anybody for believing it because I know 
I, I know that people believe what they see. I don't I don't want to make fun of somebody. I want to talk to them, but I don't want to I absolutely don't want to make fun of anybody. Because I know what what some of these people have experienced and, and it's real to them and and it I, and I, they're trying to convey that what they felt to the rest of the world. And I, I'll never I'll never ridicule that. I I would love to talk to somebody. Yeah, we've said forever. Flat earthers. Yeah. Um, yeah, UFO people, paranormal experience people. Yeah, they're all welcome. Yeah. We'll be a, we'll be a platform for any ideology. We will. Yeah. Whatever you want. You Trump, you Trump is unbanned from this show, by the way. Unbanned. <laughs> you have a platform here. Now, we might be mean to you. No. <laughs> That's fair. No, no, no. no, no. Be mean to I'm not gonna, I'm not, listen, if somebody says I want to come on here and say some racist shit, I'm going to scream at them. Well, okay. Yes. I'm not fucking right I'm that. not going to be mean to somebody though that believes in a UFO or Bigfoot or any of that. I'm I not going to be mean won't. to those people. I probably won't. No. No. I won't be mean to them. If you're okay. Michael Jackson truther, you're you're welcome. You're welcome here. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to be really mean. I'm going to be as mean to you on here as I was on Twitter yeah. that day. <laughs> Which, by the way, was not as mean as you were to me. For the record. <laughs> yes. For the record. I'm going to ask Tom DeLong to come on here. <laughs> I'd love that. I'm going to ask Tom DeLong to come on here. Tom DeLong. He was. Uh, oh, that's the guy for Blink. Yeah, Blink 182. Who now he works for a UFO organization. I think he started to... the organization. Did he not? Yeah, something like he's yeah. trying to hunt down aliens. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm fascinated by somebody who's had those experiences. I don't personally believe it, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to be rude to somebody about it. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll sit there. I'll, I'll work for like an hour and come up with actual thoughtful questions. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. But, let's do it. but yeah, back to the original point. Social media just cannot be the, the truth deciders. Yeah, Twitter announced this week too that they're doing this new initiative. I forget what they they call Bird it. Bird Watch. Like, that exactly yeah. right. Bird Watch. Where yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they show this video and the example they use for the video, I thought this was a perfect way of illustrating how shitty an idea this was. Is they the example they used in the video was a literal joke. The the joke oh was like God. all whales are government drones. Oh yeah, I did see that. It was, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but you know, so they use that as an example of a false statement that you can report to Twitter, and they would maybe put a warning on that tweet. Yeah, but again, like the fact that they didn't even use a legit tweet, they used a joke, just illustrates you how ridiculous this whole thing is. Because the line between a joke that you tweet out and an actual statement you tweet out is so very thin. Right. You know, how are you going to be able to tell the difference between what a joke also, is? Why can't we trust people to like come to their own fucking conclusions exactly. about whales being government drones? Why can't we and trust also, people, trust people to come to their own conclusions about anything though? I mean, aren't we approaching the point though of uh, like, the fall of every modern government where you encourage people to tattle on their neighbors and yeah. mothers and brothers. Yeah. Like that's what we're getting. It's like, Oh, tell big brother when your sister is doing something wrong, when she has wrong think. Yeah. Well, that's where we're getting. That's what happened with the COVID thing too. Yeah. yeah. That's exact. I mean, 
tell on your neighbors if they had Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? To call the cops on your fucking neighbors for having Thanksgiving. And by the way, I'm just going to say this for the fucking record. Maybe history will look back on me poorly for this, you know, and they'll be like, oh, you're responsible for all these dead people or whatever. If you're ratting on your fucking neighbor for getting together on Thanksgiving, you're a piece of shit. Yep. Snitches get stitches and I don't care what the hell you're snitching about. There's nothing. There is no there's no crime that you could commit where snitching is acceptable. Wait a minute. None. <laughs> I'm going to push back on this. Snitches get snitched. Snitches. Oh, That's what I love about the mafia. I love that about the mafia. There are plenty of crimes. There's a code. There's a code. No, there are plenty of crimes where turning people in is the right thing to do. Snitches get stitches. Okay, so when my neighbor's burying his wife's body... I'm yeah. not supposed to. How say about you anything? mind your own fucking business, Nick? <laughs> Christ, <laughs> why in my yard? <laughs> Stay on the other side of the fence. Yep. <laughs> You're an insane person. I'm a big. I'm a big fan of mob code. I'm a big fan of mafia code. Maybe that's because I'm a quarter Italian, but I'm a big fan. I'm more Italian than you. You're right. You are. <laughs> Did you have a relative in the mob? Yeah, I think so. I had like a third or fourth cousin that I think never confirmed, but I had a great uncle Tony. Yes. Uncle Tony. He would come see us. He would slip us each a hundred bucks. I don't tell your parents. (laughs) (laughs) He always, he had a, he always had a hot girlfriend. that was like 20 years younger than him. Nice. He was living the life. He's living, but he was also Canadian. So that's where the question mark comes in. Mm. Yeah. Not a lot of, (laughs) not a lot of Canuck mobsters. (laughs) (laughs) What are you guys trading in maple syrup? I know. The table? It's the maple leaf gang. <laughs> what do you have to do to be to get to sent to the field office in Canada? <laughs> All right, Tony, <laughs> your numbers are down this month. We're gonna send you to the field office. You. I'm <laughs> yep. just gonna send you to Canada. <laughs> We're sending you to Canada to take care of business up there. You're gonna loan shark in Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't fucking snitch. I swear to God. I there's nothing worse than a snitch. No. There's nothing worse. I mean, there's definitely a line for me, Nico, but um no, I would I fall on on your side of the fence more often than not. There's a bigger issue at play here. Like with the COVID thing. There's a like you shouldn't be turning on your neighbors for breaking the rules. Yeah. Okay. It, just be cool. Be a fucking guy. I get it. It's a horrible thing happening, but just you know, so be a person. Don't rat on your neighbors because there's too many cars in the driveway. Uh, well, it's also like you don't really know what they're doing. You don't know if they're all wearing masks and sitting at separate yeah. tables. Like it's not your fucking business, you know. Yes, it's one thing if they're having an orgy in the driveway. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'd still join in. Call him, call him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. How did we get to orgies in the driveway? That's because I just I can't broadcast with an erection, you guys. So Larry King is dead. Larry King has passed. Cloris Leachman. We lost the great Cloris Leachman today. Also, I think yesterday was or today was the one year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death. Wow, is that a year already? Holy shit is that how insane is that I, January jeez I remember COVID or coronavirus was just you know 
was just peeking its ugly head. This is about, I think, the one-year anniversary. I have to check the date, but we're about at the one-year anniversary where we talked about Corona for the first time on the podcast. I think wow. the same episode. I think that was like a crazy action-packed episode. Talked about Kobe. Talked about COVID. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah, he's not. These, these famous people are dropping like flies. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know if it's just that more and more, like, if we've reached a point where, like, 80 years ago, a lot of people got famous. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, like, I think you're people are getting famous your time. You're reaching the point in your life, and I noticed it too at you guys' age. Oh shit. We're getting old. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. That the people that were famous when you were a kid are now old people and they're dying. Right. And that Again. is what's happening. And and, oh. and it never stops. I mean, once you notice <laughs> No no no, no. fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> once you notice it's starting it never stops for you. I think it, you're right. As a as a personal experience, it never yeah, it, ends. Yeah, I guess there were always like random ass people that died. Like if Tommy Lasorda died 20 years ago, it, it wouldn't have meant anything to me. Right. Now, like I'm old enough where like if Hank Aaron or Tommy Lasorda or Alex Trebek, Betty or White, <laughs> Regis Philbin, like all these people that have died. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they were just sort of on the cusp where they could have meant something to us when we were 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah, they were famous at, during the time, you know, you were growing up and you're now noticing that they're passing away and mm. it never it never ends now. It never ends. I'm sure COVID helped a little bit. I mean, COVID took out Larry King. Yeah. 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 But I mean, Co- I mean, Larry King was going to go soon anyway. Yeah, that man was built like a horse. Yeah, true. Not <laughs> built like Betty White. How is this woman still alive? She's still kicking. At 99? Is she 99? 98? Yeah, she just turned 99 last week. Yeah. 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 That's outrageous. I, she, I, I don't know, man. She's probably going for the 100, though. Oh, guess. yeah. I think she has, like, something going for her. She's like, I want to hit 100, yeah. and I wouldn't be shocked if not soon afterwards. Yeah. You know? Have you seen pictures of her, like, recently? Yeah, no. it's not good. She doesn't look that great. No. She doesn't. I mean, you're allowed to not look great at 100. <laughs> no, I agree. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, compare. I have this picture of her in my mind. Yep. Yeah. And she always looked old. And it's Golden but, Girls. It's Golden yeah, Girls. Right. She's always looked old. But yeah. when you see her now, it's like, no, that's what she looks like when she's yeah. old. Right. right. I, I had a great aunt who, for her hundredth birthday, this is so out of the realm of what we're talking about but for her hundredth birthday decided that she was gonna stop push mowing her own lawn oh <laughs> i remember going to see aunt ruth in the summertime nine this woman is 99 years old out push mowing her own lawn oh my god and we're like what are you doing well when i turn 100 i'm gonna stop doing this what is in the water out there? I know. And she lived to be like 110, I want to say, 107. Holy shit. Yeah. The woman was... It was just for seven years, her grass was just growing. You know, no, she hired somebody to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yep, she lived, yeah, to 107. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I, I do a... a, a one mow lot lawn mowing job and like I'm I'm out for a week. Yeah, I know. My upper body's just shot. It's crazy. That's that's not, yeah. The oldest relative I had turned a hundred died actually like a couple months after her hundredth birthday. It was my great grandmother. Wow. 
Um, but I still got I still got relatives that are around in their nineties. Yeah, all four of my grandparents are around. They're all out there. They're all past eighty five. Wow, and a couple of them are not slowing down anytime soon. Let me tell you. See, still I do yard work. I project. I lost my last grandparent in like two thousand three. Damn. Yeah. But now, the thing is, your your parents were older when they had. Yeah, you, my right? parents. My my mom was thirty seven, and my dad was like forty two. When there I was born, go. so I mean, I was I bo- I was born into an older family. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think my 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 grandmother on my mom's side was nineteen when she got married. It's like wow. back in those days. Yeah, yeah, and I think the other ones they were no older than twenty five or twenty six when they had my my two parents. Wow, um, but yeah, my parents took a little while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My parents made sure they got the most out of their 20s. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, me, I'll make sure I get the most out of my 30s as well. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my, my parents, the odds of them seeing their grandchildren dwindling by the day. <laughs> dwindling. I by told the day. my mom and dad it's a good thing my sister had kids because woof. Right. <laughs> now the problem with me is that I am definitely most likely to be a dad of the three, and that's bad news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It, it's weird as I'm getting I mean, maybe old. not by accident, but purposefully. I see. Yeah. <laughs> as I, I, I've never wanted children. Never. I, I've never had the urge to have children. As I'm getting older, though, I, I'm thinking I need if I find the right person, I will want to maybe have children with that person. But it, it still isn't a need to to have children for me. It would just be nice to have somebody to, like do the dishes for you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Take out the trash. Yeah. You know, <laughs> wait on me as I've got my foot in a fucking boot after surgery. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just, feel like I could have a kid tomorrow. Really? I honestly feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do with a kid? You know, no, I fuck. feel like I, I would embrace that so quickly. Jesus. No, you I, wouldn't. You would have to get a job. You would well, that would, I mean, besides you, that whole part. You would hate that. You'd have to get a job and and, on that. and fucking tame that bush that you have. <laughs> I can imagine Nico is a stay-at-home dad who podcasts while his wife. Oh my god! Time. I bet yes, he he could do that. I could see that. You got to marry an executive. Yeah, female executive. Oh my god! What if Nico like hooks up with his fifty-year-old like woman? I consider that a win for him. Yeah, I can see that happening. And her sounds like a win-win. A family friend of ours is a um, is a high school like basketball coach. And that's like all he does. And his wife is an executive with three clients. And she's like, she has like a seven figure salary. Wow. And that guy is just doing the dad thing. Just taking his kids to practice and just coaching and going home. Oh, good for him. That's the fucking life. Yeah. You know, I could see you thriving in that scenario. Yeah. Because you're a family guy for sure. Like, yeah, I think so. I think so. Now I've always had that. Now obviously things may change. Who knows where I'm going to be in ten years or whatever? But I can guess. 
<laughs> but I just think like the roadmap, like if you imagine the GPS, like there may be a couple ways to get to the destination, but I definitely want to stop off at having kids. You know, I just sort of see that as the as one of the steps along the way. And maybe we'll get there at some point. You know, really when, don't for me. Yeah. No, I know you, you and I are very different, though. When I was your age, Nico, it was absolutely never going to have kids. Get me a vasectomy right now mm. so that I can't have kids. And I mean, I, I, I've I softened. That. Up. What's that, Nick? That. Yeah. <laughs> have you? Absolutely. I've softened my stance on that. I, I'm not actively wanting children, but I would be okay with kids now. You don't want to have to reverse that vasectomy, though. No, I've heard that's painful. I know people that have, that have done it. Really? Yeah. Easier just to, like, freeze some sperm now and just move on. Yeah, yeah that might be the move. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I want I want a little Nico. Of course I do. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Little Nico or Nicole. Yeesh. Just sort of running around just like their father. <laughs> teach somebody what a parlay is, you know? It's just <laughs> going to teach the kids how to gamble. <laughs> now you tap the table. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bet on that. Split tens. You never split tens. This is your unky Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Bring a kid on the podcast. Someday he'll be your podcast host because (laughs) that's what he does. (laughs) Be like Katie and bring your kids on the podcast. (laughs) Hear him screaming in the background. But Larry King is dead. Guys. Larry King. Yeah. R.I.P. A legend. Absolute yeah. fucking yeah. icon. I we we were going through, I was hanging out with some buddies that night, and we were on YouTube just perusing Larry King clips and bloopers and things of just like him on the Dave Rubin show taking a three minute phone call. Because <laughs> his son called him mid interview and he just took the phone call and they just filmed the whole thing. Oh and he was just live on the air, just chatting. And uh, of course, the Jerry Seinfeld clip, him making out with Marlon Brando. It's all it's just incredible stuff over the years. Yeah, he he was an icon. He was. Yeah, I mean, that show, like you look at CNN now. God, just the thing about Don Lemon is in the slot that Larry King used to Is that who's in the slot now? Yeah, I mean, at first it was Piers Morgan. And I remember that uh, Larry made a joke about how, like, it's watching your mother-in-law drive your Corvette off the side of a cliff. Yeah. Watching watching, uh, Piers Morgan take over his slot. And then I thought Anderson Cooper was in that slot. I could be wrong. I I don't watch CNN every night. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I don't watch CNN at all. But that was the best. Yeah. It's amazing that that network just went down the tubes when Larry left. Yeah. You know, because he'd have great guests and he was a straight shooter and he didn't do that thing now where he would like build up to the question, give you a whole monologue before the question, like some interviewers do, where, you know, you make you make it about yourself. Essentially, that's how so many talk shows do interviews. He was just like, so tell me about the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to grow up. We got Tony Hawk here. How important is the board on a skateboard? 
There was a great clip of Rhett and Link on the show, <laughs> on his like new podcast, uh-huh. where uh, <laughs> Rhett and Link are talking about how they grew up together and they became so close. And, you know, they're in this this long time, part, long term partnership. And Larry just looks at them deadpan and goes, are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> and Rhett and Link go in unison, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> But there was, it was it wasn't a joke. That was the great part of that question. There was no joke. It was he was genuine genu- genuinely curious of like you're talking about growing up together and how you complete each other's sentences and you're so close. Just thought you were gay. I don't know. Phenomenal. <laughs> I'm on Ducktales. <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> I'm on DuckTales, Larry. Oh, man. <laughs> Larry, I'm on DuckTales. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. an absolute legend. All right. Well, does that do it for us this week? That did it for me. Uh, this was a fun show. I've did. I, I have to say, Nick, as a producer of this show, you did a good job. As I always do. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. Uh, TwoCentsRadio.com is our website. You can get uh, the Discord link there. Um, What else can we promote? No, that's it. Go to Discord and... uh, And if you want Marco to return for more podcasting, let us know. Yeah, Marco, or maybe we get uh, Jesse back. Jesse Ventura. No, no. (laughs) Someday. (laughs) Jesse will be back someday. He's Jesse been. and the former president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. I don't know why I'm waving. My game's up! <laughs> <laughs>